For a small little country, we certainly pack a punch. Dan Martin, you absolute legend. Let's cue that intro. The big question is this. How do we use cycling as a tool to improve our health, our happiness, and our longevity? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Anthony Walsh, and welcome to the Roadman Podcast. Roadman, Roadman, welcome back to another Roadman Cycling Podcast. Thanks for joining me. This is going to be another mainly Vuelta orientated podcast because we have the legend Dan the Man Martin standing on the top step of the podium over in the Vuelta España. For a small little country, we pack a serious punch on a world cycling stage. And when you think about it, it's actually not one of our main sports here. It's extra, extra impressive. Dan Martin brought the best in the world to their knees with a riveting performance and every stage win is important and every stage win is a big result but you do get some lucky stage wins you know where a break goes clear and it's not the strongest rider in the race this was not the case and i'm going to jump into all that but before i do i'll ask you guys to head on over to patreon.com guys patreon is slowing down a little bit so i would ask you if you're on the fence to please head over there the future of the podcast the sustainability of the podcast really depends on listener generosity i want to avoid going out searching for a sponsor for as long as i can because that takes my focus off what i'm doing for you guys here it takes my focus off serving the listeners so in the meantime please head on over to patreon.com forward slash anthony underscore walsh that's the place you can buy me a beer if you're getting some value from the podcast if you're saying you know what i'm enjoying the podcast I'm learning a few little tidbits. It's entertaining. It's worth the price of a beer once a month. That's how you go. And you hook me up over on Patreon.com. And in return, I'm going to give you access to the secret podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Once a month, I'm going to give my best material on the secret podcast. So head on over there. I've been as subtle as I can. Do it. Right, folks. Uh, I suppose before I get into this... Uh, I said on yesterday's podcast, I talked about my new mobile little coffee setup. It started arriving. The mailman is good to me. So I got my uh, my frame bag has arrived and I've installed it. I've nothing to put in it yet because the coffee, uh, the little mobile air press hasn't arrived. I'm going to get down to the store today and pick myself out a nice Colombian coffee. And then i got to have a little think on mug choice. At the moment, I'm going for a Roadman mug, typically enough, uh, as much for the photo op as anything. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And a few messages coming in on Instagram going, but isn't that going to slow you down carrying this frame bag? Because it doesn't really matter. And this is where you should definitely jump back and listen to the early podcasts on threshold training, training with a power meter. As long as I'm still producing the power, it doesn't really matter what speed I'm producing that power at. Now, when you get closer to your targets, speed is important. So you can do stuff to increase your leg speed. But at the moment, having a slightly higher torque figure, carrying some extra weight on the bike, isn't going to adversely affect my training. I'm still going to be doing you know, 220 watts of endurance. I'll just be going instead of 28k an hour, I might be on 27k an hour, or I might especially feel it going up a hill. But yeah, I'll definitely post pictures on Instagram. So if you're not following me on Instagram, I think it's roadman.cycling on Instagram. Follow me there. And I'm going to be posting pictures of my new little 
mobile coffee setup and i'll be also posting pictures and little instagram stories of me out the countryside brewing my own little coffee with flask of water portable setup what else could you want they think they say no man is an island but i am trying to become my own little island okay let's dive into this vuelta so this was really, it was stage three of Vuelta a España and it was one for the GC. As I said, this wasn't a tap in for Dan Martin because we finished up the brutal Cat 1 Laguna Negra. And on the stage, there was only one small climb before that. So all the action was due to take place on this category one. Having said that, we did get a little bit of action in terms of abandons Tivo Pino, who it's just gone from bad to worse for the Frenchman. He had a shocking Tour de France. And now again, he's saying he's suffering from the legacy of injuries in the Tour de France. And he's abandoned again. 2020 is definitely a season to forget for Tivo Pino for numerous reasons. And we Mahe Modric as well, abandoned a little bit more forgivably on him on his case he abandoned with a broken shoulder from the day before brought a smile to my face seeing our very own friend of the show former roadman cycling podcast guest willie smith up the road in the main break of the day five-man break which animated the race yumbo visma really controlled that break and they were never going to let it get anywhere because of course they have the race leader at the moment primos roglic as soon as we hit the climb, it was a transition from Jumbo Visma to Ineos. And what was cool to see was Ineos going to work with Dylan Van Barl, Amador, and the greatest Grand Tour rider of all time turned super domestique now. And I love to see that. I love to see how humble a rider is, how humble a great champion is. And it's a great indication of the process that goes to becoming such an amazing champion and the mindset and the sacrifice Froome has come here, like every stage race he goes to, to win. When it's become obvious that he's not in a shape to win, he's happy to flip. He's happy to flip role and turn support for Carapaz. And it's great to see. And this is Froome's last race, as far as I know, with Ineos before he moves over to Israel Startup Nation. But it's a great way to go out. He couldn't go out as a champion like I'm sure he would have liked it. But he's gone out with his head held high, which is great to see. And something just tells me we haven't seen the end of this Froome, Froome uh, story. Likewise, uh, we talked about Cavendish last week and it was a bad way for him to bow out. But I was reading during the week that potentially Quickstep could be coming in for Cavendish, which would be amazing to maybe see him as moving to more of a lead out man for our very own Sam Bennett. I'll keep you posted as I hear information about that but as Ineos whittled down the bunch it became very select and Sepp Kuss looks insanely strong he doesn't even breathe through his mouth he's a pure nose breather uh, straight out of the James Nestor breed book if you haven't read it the benefits of nose breeding versus mouth breeding it's a fascinating read and it's someone I'm going to try and get on the podcast in the coming months uh, Sepp Kuss is a vintage nose breeder he's barely moving on the climb he threw in a couple of attacks then he set some pace that was very difficult for most to follow but it was the cream rises to the top Dan Martin took it up early at about 175 to go which is a long way on a hilltop sprint he went and when he went there was no coming around and he started distancing people Walt Pauls, Vlasov they couldn't follow and the only people that could follow are the best riders in this year's Vuelta a España Primoz Roglic and Carapaz so at the end of the day we had Dan Martin crossing the finish line first Roglic second Carapaz toward Walt Pauls at 4 seconds Vlasov at 7 seconds Dan Martin it was great to see him after the stage he was 
thrilled delighted and a little bit upset and after the stage he said obviously with the injury at the tour I couldn't win a stage but I was really determined to win the stage today the team been amazing and every single one of them have played a part in their victory this win is partly for them and then partly for my wife because this is the first time I've won a race since my kids were born and it's really special now he broke down in tears basically after that and it's not the first time this year we've seen an Irishman in tears celebrating a victory our Bennett and the Tour de France, which was one of those real memorable, iconic sporting moments when he broke down after uh, winning the stage. And now we're rolling into stage four today, which is 190 kilometers, 191 kilometers from Numancia to Eje de las Calabros. And it's a completely flat stage, which is the exception in this year's Vuelta. The fastest man in the race. It's our very own Sam Bennett. And I topped the show. I said, we really overachieve as a cycling nation. And to go back-to-back stage wins on the Vuelta a España for two different Irishmen would be absolutely phenomenal. And let's not forget, Dan Martin is up to second on GC after that result. Dan Martin is... Yeah, he's second on GC behind Primoz Roglic. And he's at five seconds and Carapaz is at seven seconds. So we're sitting super, super well as a nation at the moment. And, you know, I'm super proud to be a part of that Irish cycling story. And long may it continue for the Irish boys uh, on this year's Vuelta. We had drama on this year's Giro. If you're looking for some faulty terror shit, you should tune in and watch the start of the Giro from today. Because today is Giro. Uh, Rider protests, they're protesting about... I've spoken with friends a lot about this, how the Giro is just not the same as the Tour de France, where it might look the same as the Tour de France, but behind the scenes, the riders are subjected to some pretty shocking treatment from the organisers with huge long transfers after stages and before stages. And think about racing for four or five hours, then having to get into the team bus for four or five hours, getting to a hotel late at night, substandard hotel, getting up the next morning and having to drive again to the start. That's what the guys are doing at the Giro. And this morning they said, enough is enough and they staged a rider protest it was a 274 kilometer stage slated for today and they said you know what we're into the third week of the race it's been full gas mountain riding all week it's pissing rain this morning we're not doing it and so they rode 7k out the road and they stopped and they all got back into the team buses and they ferried them i think another 70 or 80k up the road to a new start so it's definitely worth watching if you're looking for something to watch this evening but yeah here we go we're gonna have stage four of the vuelta today and we're gonna have hopefully sam bennett guys just think about dan martin yesterday think about why he broke down and it tells you a lot about our sport there's so so much sacrifice needed to achieve at all levels of our sport you see somebody getting through a 200 kilometer sportif you know they've made a bunch of sacrifices to get to that level you see somebody who gets from cat four up to cat one we've an idea of the sacrifice that it takes to go from cat four to cat one it's the no nights out it's the strict on diet it's the no junk food it's the training 10 15 hours it's the expense of paying for a coach it's all of those things then when you step up to world tour level it's all amplified it's the months away from home it's the missed birthdays the broken promises it's you know the missed even funerals and christenings and time away from kids and watching kids four steps there's a huge opportunity cost to it and i know at the top some of the guys like dan martin are super well compensated monetarily for that but monetary compensation can't roll back 
and give you that time back with your kid but the memories like Dan Martin winning stages at the Vuelta that will last for him and that's after the career is gone and after the money is spent that's the stuff he'll remember and that's the stuff that our cycling fans will remember and it'll inspire the next generation so at times you'll excuse the riders because the emotion can get on top of them when you just get an insight into that sacrifice that they've had for so many months building up to this moment and sometimes it can just explode guys we're heading into that period now where we are starting to take on clients again we are at roadman cycling starting to get guys prepared for next season it's a completely new way of coaching we have we're not coaching the same as other coaching companies we're helping clients to get to their goals through biohacked solutions so it's the biohacked cycling solutions to get into your goal complete new paradigm shifts where we're using stuff like cold therapy light therapy grounding intermittent fasting morning routines sleep therapy on top of the traditional sports science that we're seeing this concoction is what's making roadman so special and it's building this community so strong so do pop me an email if anyone's looking to get started because i know it's the time of season when you know personally i'm starting to take on clients we're taking on clients across the whole company but everyone's starting to look at next season and they're starting to look at oh will i try and get promoted will i try and do a whole route will i try get break uh, one hour for 40 kilometers so whatever your goal is pop us a message i'm gonna get you sorted there roadman thanks for listening and i'm gonna chat to you again on monday enjoy your weekend and ride safe Hey everybody, it's Anthony again. Really quick, I want to invite you to join arguably the best thing I've ever put out inside the Roadman community. It's a challenge. It's a challenge called the 14 day kickstart challenge. So regardless of where your fitness is at right now, this is gonna be the catalyst for making you faster and making you leaner. I've created this challenge to take the guesswork out of everything. It's 14 days of training plans, regardless of what your level is. There's masters, beginner, advanced. There's meal plans, shopping list, and even a video course holding your hand and talking you through it all. So what I recommend you do right now is just stop everything, press pause on this audio, and go to roadmancycling.com forward slash 14 day, or check out the link in the bio. That's roadmancycling.com slash 14 day.